We've seen the rise of women where there's almost equal parity in the number of women and men in these roles. Change is coming, oh yeah. That's John Davies of Green Biz talking about one of the most surprising, but frankly welcome, findings in the 2020 Green Biz State of the Profession report. He's back with us today to unpack that research and to talk money. What can you expect to make in a corporate sustainability position these days? Who is getting these jobs and how can you get one of these jobs? I'm Yash Pavlik-Slink, and this is Degrees, real talk about planet-saving careers from Environmental Defense Fund. Welcome to part three of Green Jobs 101, our how-to mini-series to help you find a planet-saving job. John Davies has some good news, my friends. You can make green while greening the planet. According to John's report, managers in sustainability careers make anywhere from $50,000 to $280,000 a year. He also tells us what the research shows about pay equity and diversity. And make sure to listen to the end for John's hands-on tips to a worried job seeker. So, John, it's obviously been a tumultuous year. Uh, How did the pandemic affect corporate sustainability salaries? You know, I wish I had the answer, but we'll find out this year because we'll be uh, launching the survey again in late fall. But I will say from a hiring perspective, we've seen an awful lot of opportunities out there, a big increase. And I think there's a lot of movement going on. It's a good sign, certainly, that the, the salaries hopefully will be there to back that increase in demand. Well, your report talks about salary growth and also breaks salaries down by years of experience and titles and things of the like. And frankly, it didn't surprise me that the older you are and the longer you've been at your job, you're going to get paid more, right? Are there any exceptions to that rule that our job seekers should know about? Well, you're correct. There aren't aren't a lot of surprises there. But um, I think... Partly it's the role. So what is the remit for that person, especially when you're up at the higher levels of vice president and and directors? By remit, I mean what people oversee as a part of their job. I think one thing that we saw, there's been more hiring from the outside. 10, 15 years ago, it was a lot of promotion from within. I think now there's more of a professionalization of the sustainability role. And so we do see when people are jumping that they're they're jumping for a salary increase. And, you know, as in other professions, we see more of that than we did, say, five or 10 years ago. And let's talk about gender. There are many more women in this profession than there used to be. And as we all know, the salary gap between men and women, while there is still a gap, has narrowed quite a bit. What surprised you about finding this in your most recent report? I think the really great thing, one is over the 10 years that we've been doing this, we've seen the rise of women where it's almost parity in terms of women in roles at all levels, not just the lower level roles. And also that I think sustainability is probably leading in the salary parity for these roles when it comes to gender, which is pretty exciting because I don't think that's the case across all companies and and all roles. But the one thing I will say is it's it's exciting when we see the gender diversity. What's hugely lacking is racial diversity when it comes to the sustainability profession. And that's something we're going to continue to track. And in fact, we're 
launching uh, greenbiz.org to sort of address some of that issue of bringing BIPOC candidates you know, more into sustainability roles. And greenbiz.org is your nonprofit arm. It's working to nurture and empower BIPOC professionals to accelerate a just transition to a clean economy. Is that right? That's right. And we're just standing this up now. So it's a very exciting time. We have a young, dynamic uh, gentleman, Jeremy Bond, who's helping us uh, establish this. And we've started to get some traction with it because we really see a need to bring more BIPOC people into uh, the sustainability profession. And especially as we've talked elsewhere during this, this time, this intersection of climate change and social justice. Well, and I appreciate that. I'm so glad you're doing it. And I think that'll be a very, a huge topic of interest for our listeners, especially those who are part of the BIPOC community about getting into the sustainability field and finding peer groups and mentors to look up to who look like them or have similar backgrounds. And I I would recommend that listeners continue to follow that conversation with Green Biz. Well, John, it's time for our Dear Abby of Sustainability Round, where you solve another listener's problem. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Albie from Portland, Maine, wrote in with this problem. A lot of people lately are starting to switch into sustainability jobs. They have a strong passion for sustainability, and that used to be a unique and identifiable quality that would kind of get you over that edge for a job, but not so true anymore. How should Albie show their unique value? Well, I think if Albie is looking to change from the role Albie has at the at the organization to a role in sustainability, the first thing is to look at where you are and how you can bring your sustainability passion and business sense to where you are. Because most of the sustainability core teams are pretty small. It's hard to get on them but you can be a great advocate and help to them by doing it within the role that you're within. I can give you uh, an example that I just heard the other night from someone who is involved in packaging at their company. And because they came at it from a perspective of circular economy and how can we change our packaging to be more in line with a more circular vision of of our overall offering, they were able to, to contribute to the sustainability program while still functioning within that packaging department. I love that. Bring that thought leadership to the table right away in your application. And that's our show for today. Next in our series, how can you navigate the minefields of certifications? Do you have to get a certification to get a job or maybe to make more money? And if so, which one? Who will pay for it? Ah, so many questions. See the notes in your listening app for links to John's advice and to some great sustainability job boards. And while you're there, subscribe to Degrees so you never miss an episode. Degrees is presented by Environmental Defense Fund. Amy Morse is our producer. Our executive producers are Rick Valu and Christina Mestre. Podcast Allies is our production company, and I'm your host, Yesh Pavlik-Slink. We appreciate you. Without you, this podcast wouldn't exist. Let us know what you thought about this episode on Twitter with the hashtag DegreesPodcast. Thanks for listening. And as always, stay fired up, y'all. Change is coming.